Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Radio. Today is March 30th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio NBC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Anurag? Hey. Hi, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, go ahead. Hey, hi. Hey, Thanks for this call. My question is about parents visiting USA. Uh, and so my parents are here with me right now and in their current visit, uh, they will be here from December and their return time flight is in May. So this mm-hmm. uh, this trip is for five months. And mm-hmm. But we want them to come back again in September uh, to help us out with something. So mm-hmm. if we, they leave in May and come back in September, that will be only four months gap between two visits. I wanted to know... Yeah, I do not recommend people visiting for such a long period of time and going for such short period of time. Because you need to show that they are actually staying in India, visiting here. Mm-hmm. The way that you are doing is actually they are staying here, they're visiting India. You see, see my point? See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, we should, uh, because we definitely... Have the gaps a little bit more. Have the gaps a little bit more. Okay, okay. Can any medical uh, like appointment or any letter help in, the, in such cases? If we, uh, because at the port of entry, they might ask, right, why are you coming so soon? Come back so if soon. Don't don't fake any medical things. If they no, don't no. have any medical things, do what? Okay. If they have medical things, I mean, you have to have something very serious that should mm. warrant them to actually take the medication. Do the things here in United States, like a serious cancer thing. I see. Otherwise, mm. why would people mm. come to USA? People go to India for medical things. No, no, not for them. We need for us. Uh, we'll, we are going to oh. them some operation or something. So we wanted them. No, to for, no, no, no. If, mm. if your health is there, they are coming. That's a minus mm. point, though. That's I not see. a plus point. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Next Thank person. Thank you, Rahul. Alguni. Hey. So we have a CSPA case. Uh, we had priority date in EB2 2013 March. We downgraded in October 2020. It took eight months for I-140 approved. And then EB2 was, EB3 was current for two months, September, October. Child is already 19 and a half years old. So child is locked under EB, child is locked under EB3. Okay. I got the yeah. point. Got we it. both agree on that. Yeah. Now I want to interfile because there's option for interfile, EB2. 
is the final action date current right now or only the filing date current right now no eb2 is current no i know it's current is mm-hmm. the fi- final action date current or filing yes. date current final final action date is current and how old is your child today 19 and half i don't see any problem in interfiling so if eb2 a retrogress in future will we have impact before no it will not have impact you're fine thank you thank you next person please ramesh yeah hello hello i have ireland citizenship came to usa with family on l1 b 2015 change of status to h1b 2020 i140 approved currently working on h1b with the same company that sponsored my l1b a wife working using h4ad can i go to ireland and use dropbox for stamping you are ireland citizen though yes yeah i don't see any problem in there the only thing, i came on l1b and changed to h1b ah, 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 ah okay 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 i i know for sure oh okay yeah yeah you are eligible for dropbox okay. you are eligible for dropbox okay you are eligible for dropbox the issue is that you came on l1b now you are an h1b yes. are you eligible for the dropbox that's the main question the answer yes. is yes you are okay excellent thank you and another question do i need a solicitor to prepare the application application for going the dropbox yes there's nothing we can do for you okay okay just go online and uh, do the stuff is it yes i mean man it's very tough though <laughs> i okay. did it for my sister in law it's it made me it i spent a lot of time on it anyway um yeah you don't need any lawyer for it it's all your your personal information okay excellent and should all my family members accompany me that's up to you okay you now they also them. want uh, the stamping so can i go on my own and give, uh, drop their passports or do they need to come with me they need to go with you okay okay they all got kids and everybody okay mm-hmm. oh, kids and wife okay yes and uh, wife sorry ramesh you got cut off uh, uh, wife's company registered for h1b lottery but no news huh? can she travel to ireland with me yes you can okay last question is there a possibility to go to mexico or canada instead of ireland for this you can try but you will be considered as a third country national in mexico and canada okay uh, but the, but i have to actually go for interview there is it or can i go for dropbox there also no you are not local so you have to go you can't go for dropbox there okay i can try when you say try fails what will happen if they So you so you no, uh, the too many questions let's go to the next person please two questions per person guys not more than that sorry about that sheshu yes hi rahul um yes, so, so i have an i140 approved with my previous employer um which is a telecommunications giant um my official title then was a senior manager data science i mean that was on the offer letter even at the time of leaving the company however the eta form 9089 filed by my previous employer shows as a principal data scientist which is not which isn't the official title i hold so both the roles are of the same level within the same company just that one is the ic role the other one is the manager role and my current employer is starting the gc process and he is concerned that the job title in the form 9089 of my previous employer is not the same as the title i actually held and is warning that it may cause issues during my uh, 
current uh, during the approval of my I-140 or 480. It's all the IT profession, guys. It's nothing different. I don't know what you guys look into it. You guys call yourself whatever you want. It's all IT. I mean, I don't see any problem in that. I don't. So the mismatch of the titles is not a problem at all? No, as long as it's in the same profession, it's fine. Okay. I mean, they, they, one is the IC role, the other one is the manager role. But what are manager? Office. Are you a restaurant manager? Are you a law office manager? What manager are you? I'm, I'm still a data scientist. Yeah, data science You're manager. Still, but... sorry, goddamn software. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. Shouldn't, okay. Be yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I don't know, guys. You guys tired me and say, I'm, I'm, I'm an architect. You're you architect, and you're not architects, guys. I mean, architects need to have a license. So when you say manager, you need to define what a manager. Manager can be any manager. There is a guy who does the road construction manager. There's a guy who does a Walgreens manager. There's a law office manager. I mean, what manager are you? So it's still, you are in the same IT profession. I don't see any problem. Next person, please. Patrick. Hi, uh, so uh, my, my priority date uh, with my current employer is uh, in February uh, 2015. And I have a couple of job offers. So I, I was wondering, uh, should I move or should I stay? Because I think the filing date in April Visa Bulletin has moved over one year. So I'm I, aware of, uh, don't tell me about Visa sorry. Bulletin. I, I'm aware of it. Um, if I were you, I would not move. Because I have, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the same boat last year because in EB3, I actually downgraded, right? I know, because, I know. And it know. retrogressed. So I'm... I'm wondering, you know, I'm losing, losing these two opportunities. So um, I know, I know. So you're not asking me legal questions, right? Because it's not, a, it's not whether legally it's yes or no. You're asking me practical question. What would I do? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I would not move. It's your choice what you want to do. Okay, thanks. Next person, please. The previous guy was asking legal questions. You are not asking me legal question, and I answered you in a non-legal way. Go ahead, Satish. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for your time today. I just have come, uh, one question. Uh, so I downgraded my uh, EB2 application in October 2020 uh, as an amendment. Uh, my employer only supported that. And um, my current, uh, uh, you know, uh, my PD, PD is September 2013. And right now in EB2, it's uh, you know, almost like closer to getting into the final action date. So I heard the question is like, should I you know, go and file as a refile option or do you prefer or like do you recommend an interfile uh, given that my application in the previous EB3 category was as an amendment and it's still in progress. Uh, it's in pending, the I-140. Yeah, since it's an amendment though, I would rather, I'm um, considering withdrawing that application, refiling under 480 refiling under EB2 though. Or okay. you can refile so, re, can refile under EB2 and then withdraw the EB3 afterwards. Okay. So that's what actually, you know, I was uh, you know, leaning towards, but I just wanted to get a confirmation. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Lena. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know, guys. Go to the next person if that person is not responding. Yeah, sure. 
Venkat. Hey, hi. Uh, hey, Rahul. Um, this is Venkat. I'm calling you from Canada. Um, so basically, I have an employer A um, and I, I moved to Canada with employer A and due to mm -hmm. COVID, I lost my contact and I moved to employer B. Um, so my dates, uh, my filing dates are current right now. I, my PD is on uh, May 2014. Uh, my employer A is ready to file my uh, AOS and all. But I just want to know, like, what is the uh, best way to uh, join back? Like, you know, what is, uh, how can I, how much time do I need to, um, uh, how can I, I don't want to, Wait, the question wait, is like, so, if so I wait, go wait, to, you are in, you're in Canada, you have an I-140 approval with company A, you're working with company B. Now yeah. the, your question is, what's the best way to get the green card? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think so. That's it. Um, the yeah. best way to get the green card is for you to come into the United States on H-1B and file a 485 with company A. Who You can come on company B or company A's H-1B. doesn't have to be only company A. Yeah, I have a H-1B approved with employer B. Uh, so I'll be coming in two weeks. So my employer A is ready to file. So do I need to join employer A in some time or how does... Uh, right now to file the 485, you definitely don't have to. At a future date, you can if you want to. And if you change your mind, that's fine too. Okay. Okay. And yeah, So I, you're coming yeah. in two weeks. You already have the stamping done? Uh, in next week, I'll, go, I'll be going for the yeah. stamping. Come here and file the 485. And can I come back uh, after filing the 485? Can I come back to Canada for uh, some visits? Like, you know, if I need to come back for you a can. They may deny. They may deny your advance parole, but your okay. 485 will proceed as it is. Okay. And you can refile the advance parole application again if you want to. Okay, sure. Okay. But yeah, that's good that you're coming back. Yeah. Uh, and that's good that your company A is offering you to file the 485 even though you're not working for the company. Take this opportunity. Not many people get it. Yeah, Believe me. Thank you. Next person, please. Chandu. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I am planning to, I'm on H1B and I'm planning to go to India. Uh, and my wife is on H4. Um, so I have my H1 extended until 2026 or 2025. Um, so what's the best option for my wife to get her H4 EAD? Like, should I file H4 before we go to India or should When, when is the H4 expiring for her? Uh, July 2022, like in four months. July 2022. Do you have an appointment to go to India? Uh, we are working on that one. So hopefully we'll try to find I would apply for H4 plus EAD right now. And so, I'm expecting that in July, her EAD is also expiring? Correct. Yeah, um, so you, I would apply for H4 plus EAD right now. So what happens if she, if we can find a slot and she gets the H4 stamping done in India? Like, would it impact the application? No, it does not impact the application. It does not impact the application. The application will go through, the EAD will go through. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Ram. Hey, uh, I have a quick question. Uh, I had uh, 140 approved with employer A, then uh, employer B, uh, and that was in EB2. Employer B started uh, uh, 140 in EB3, and uh, our application is pending. So, okay, and what's the priority? What's the priority date? October 2013. 
and employer B started him EB3. God damn it. So, and back, back in 2019, they started that 140 approved in 2021. And then uh, EB3 application is uh, like backtraced. So EB3 is in uh, progress with employer B. Wait, wait, wait. If the labor certification is approved under EB2, you can file under EB3 or EB2. So we never, nobody advised people to file under EB3 anyway. So with EB company, company B, you have EB3. Good. Well, what's your question? So they captured that priority date. Now my EB2, um, 140 is still approved, uh, valid from, from employer A. Can I go to him and... First of all, first of all, with the company B though, the uh, perm labor certification, was it approved under EB3 or EB2? EB3. They started in EB3 altogether. Ah, damn. Um, with regards to the company A, I-140, that is still valid. If you can go back to company A, like the previous caller from Canada, mm -hmm. go. No, but uh, they, they captured the dates so of my 140. Is that, that's fine. That's fine. EB, EB2, I-140 with company A is still active. Absolutely active. You told me the company B captured the date from e company A. That's fine. EB, EB, uh, the EB2 from company A still is active. If you go to them and they can file the 485, take it. They can file it. They can do it if they want to. And, and I, I don't need to join them. Like they're my cousin's company, so they can do it without joining them. I will keep the cousin word out. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, you can go join them. And without joining, can I start uh, living, uh, staying with the company B? Yeah. If you want, you can contact us. Yes. We can file the 485 for you with company B. Company A. And company B will come to know? No, they won't come to know. Unless some of these guys go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going okay. to go. Yeah. Yep, Absolutely. Thank you. And, and take the opportunity. Take it. Remember what I was telling the Canadian guy? Hmm. You, Sam, do it. And if you want to use us, of course, we will make money on you. Contact if, us. EB3 will not, that's not moving soon, right? You have an opportunity for EB2. Don't look anywhere. Oh. File it. You'll be free after six months. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. In Thank fact, you. tomorrow I'm, uh, we are going to make a video just on this. I'm very surprised. So many questions are coming on. I am not working with company A. Can I file a 485? So many questions are coming. We're going to make a 10 minute video, 15 minutes video tomorrow on it. Okay. Yeah. Only issue was the porting, dead porting. I thought like it's valid or not. You so, told me that. You told yeah. me that. Thank you very Thank much. Next Thank person, you. please. Harika? Harika? Neelam? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I got my H4 EAD work permit received, but I haven't received my H4 EAD card. And it and on status it says that I got my I have received on my mailbox, but we don't have it on my mailbox. Uh, we checked from our post office too. They said that they also don't have it. So what should I do? Means they said to go with the whole process again, as I received my H4 EAD approval, but I haven't got the EAD card yet. And that is something which is missing. I know what you're speaking. Unfortunately, there is not much that can be done. You have to file for a duplicate approval. Duplicate approval. Yeah. So 
So will it take that long, like an year, maybe? Mm -hmm. There's nothing I can help you for it, ma'am. Okay, sorry about that. So means I should file like I have to pay the fees and everything again. No, you don't have to pay the fees though. You can file without paying the fees though. Okay, okay. and we'll go with the process. That's right, ma'am. Okay. Next person. Sandeep. Hi, Rahul. I have a quick question. <clears throat> I had downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and it is stuck at Texas Service Center. Uh, priority date is May 2012. I'm planning to refile. Uh, a question here is like while filing for EB3, uh, my traffic violations were listed there. They were less than $500. Yeah, don't list, them, don't list them right now when you file, refile it. Okay, thanks. Uh, just a follow-up question to this as well. For the birth certificate, I don't have my name in it. So I had, to, along with the affidavits, I had given like my Indian driver's license and few other documents, 10th, 10th mark sheet and all. I remember in one of your videos, you thought that perhaps it's a good idea to re keep one document and not give everything. So in case they have an RFP, um, I'm just thinking, should, I, should we do that like this time? Not give what I would all recommend the... that I, I would recommend to give affidavits but not the supporting documents. That's what I would recommend. Okay. 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 Thank you. And I will send you the link of how the affidavits look look like and how I will also give you the link of what all other documents you can provide. Next person, please. Anu. Uh, hi, Rahul. Quick question. So I'm on F1 STEM extension expiring in two months and I'm working for company A, but my H1 got picked for country company B where I can start working from October 1. So right now, can I work in my current company with STEM gap, gap gap extension or do I have to choose for other alternative like CBT? Um, if you have your H1B selected with company B, if the company B files the H1B though, okay? You mm -hmm. are in cap gap as long as they file the H1B before your OPT expires. And in this cap gap, though, you do not have to work with only company B. You can work with any company. Okay. And uh, what, yeah, that's the main question. Okay. Thanks. Next person, please. Narendra. Narendra, you muted yourself. It's, we can't hear in this voice now. Narendra, we can't hear you. Hello, Rahul ji. Are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. Thanks. I have a couple of questions, sir. Uh, me and my wife uh, filed uh, 485 in EB2 category in the month of November. And uh, on March 3rd... Uh, November of which year, sir? 2021. Mm -hmm. And on March 3rd, me and my wife went to a biometric fingerprint fee. And we both, uh, you know, given the fingerprints at the USCIS application center. Mm -hmm. After a couple of hours on the same day, my wife's status is updated in the USCIS website. Uh, it is showing as uh, 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 case was updated to show uh, fingerprints were taken. But uh, my case is not updated. Still, my that's case okay. is showing that's as, okay. Uh, Just because it shows that your your wife shows differently, your shows differently, doesn't mean that 
they did apply your fingerprints. So just because online status doesn't show, you should not panic. Okay. And I have one more question. Uh, one more question. Sorry. The Murat is very question. good. Uh, you can spit it out. Oh, I have one more question. Uh, me and my wife, we are both planning to go to India in the month of June. Uh, is it any problem, like, you know, while the green card is in process, is there any problem if we visit uh, India without having EAD and advanced payroll? If you're going to come back on H-1B and H-4, is right? Correct. Will that cause any problem? The advanced parole may be denied. So once you come back, you can apply the advance parole again if you want to. What about the EAD? EAD will be approved accordingly. Will not have any problem. Okay. Only if I visit uh, India without having uh, advance payroll, the advance payroll will be denied. Uh, once I come back, do I need to apply for advance payroll again? That is what recommended for you. Oh, okay. If I got... Next person, please. Two questions. Uh, Gayatri, just two questions for a person. Sure. Kumar? Yeah. Hi. Hi, Rahul. So I have two questions. Uh, one is regarding H1 filing. So I got picked this year and uh, I wanted to check whether we need the previous company pay stubs for the H1 application. When you say previous company, so you're working with company A, you got picked at the lottery whether you need a previous company space trip, the one of the company that you worked previously. No, you yes. don't need previous company space trips to file it. Okay, okay. So, um, so it, they it, can it, always it, issue an RFE and ask whether show the employment with the previous company, but I will not provide all that thing in advance. Okay, so, but uh, I, I do have the final settlement or the final year to uh, year till date, you know, the amount what I got, but I don't have the individual breakup for the months. No, so that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's I don't think so. They will ask that question. But. Okay. So uh, another question is for similar uh, for H one for it's for my brother. So actually, he got a, a, a approval from uh, uh, last year, but he did not join. Uh, he was skeptical about the company itself. So is there any way we can find whether the company is legitimate or not? Because they gave every data, like the client letter, everything, but uh, they, for example, uh, they don't reply on time and they don't have a link. That's process. not the question. Yeah. You're asking me the question that there is an end client letter. Was your brother interviewed by the end client? Yes, yes, yes. He, he was interviewed, yes. Um, uh, you, can, you can have a consultation with me. There are ways to check up, especially in okay, myvisajobs.com okay, okay. and other things. Okay. Then we can check up to see if it's a genuine or not, though. Sure, sure. Okay. I'll ask him to contact you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. Next person, please. PR. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Um, my question is, my priority date is July 2012. Last year, July 2021, we downgraded... Uh, 2020. 2021, last year. It's okay, 2021, months, not, right? not 2020, not 2020 though. Okay, 2021, okay. Correct. Yeah, correct, correct. Uh, EB3 approved premium processing, uh, been waiting for EAD, AP, nothing has come yet. I interfiled uh, mm, on February uh, 2022 to the uh, California CA address without I-45, uh, 485J form. I just sent a letter to them, okay? Now, 
my situation is I haven't offered, I need to change job. Uh, and I saw your video several times and I've gone through all the materials that's out there. I'm still confused. Some people are saying on Avo, like there, there's a platform where lawyers are saying, no, you can't change it. And I saw your video, which you're like saying See, that- See, there is no legality in what they're telling about the 180 days that they have issued the notification in January of 2022. Um, the other thing is that you fi- you said you filed it with the 485J supplement or straight? You said in February of 2022, you interfiled it. Did you interfile with the 485J supplement or straight you filed, the, straight you filed it? Uh, I can't hear him. Uh, Gayatri, can you open it up? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know how it got mute. Uh, so, sorry, what was the question? You said that you that, um, that you've interfiled in February. Did you file 485J supplement or you did not? No, no, no. I just okay, said now, the now, 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 this is, this is my reading of what I am thinking, okay? Okay. There is about 30 to 40% chance if you move within 180 days though that you will be stuck with EB3. Okay. There is 5% chance that anything can go bad in your 485 if you change the company within 180 days after you interfile for EB2. Okay. 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 Next person, please. You take the choices what you want to. That's my reading though. Now, all these things is based on my observation, how the immigration acts. There is no evidence to prove what I'm telling you right now. Next person, please. Raj Malla. Hi, Rahul. Uh, how are you? So I have an upcoming interview uh, with the uh, AOS interview. Um, mm-hmm. And then I attended ITU University in the past. And then I just... Uh, transfer to H1 from F1. Do I need to take an attorney or do I need to, if I, if, if I don't, what are the uh, questions? Do they grill me on ITU on the past? What, what happened? Can you tell me about ITU more though? Uh, I joined ITU when I, my H1 was denied and then I did CPT, I worked and then I uh, got my H1, then I discontinued. Okay. Uh... I, I, I maintained status and I had CPT, I-20 and everything with ITU. I did attend some classes and then I discontinued right in ITU when I got my H1. Okay. I'm going to send you some of the interview things, what questions that they ask. Uh, okay. It's a very lengthy thing. I'm going to try to see how so much do you, I can... you recommend an attorney with me, sir? Yeah, you can if you want to. But... Just because you did it from the ITU though, uh, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a problem though. Um, Let me ask you one other question though. Um, Did you, you, after you attended the ITU, did you ever went to India and got the stamping and come back? Yes, I did. Because of the ITU though, your chances of getting the footage fine to trouble is less than 2% of the chance. Okay. Okay. 
Now okay. you take the judgment call whether you want to hire a lawyer or not. Okay. I want to give the percentages. The reason is that the law clearly says that they should only look into the status violations after your last entry into the United States, not before that. Okay. Yeah. You told me that after the ITU, you left, you got the stamping, you came back into the United States. Yes. So twice, the USCIS officer, the USCIS officer only should look into the last entry into the United States to the present. Okay. Okay. Sir. okay thank you. Sir. Next person, please. Sri. Um, hello, sir. Um, yes. Sir. So, I'm on H-1B since October 2021, um, mm -hmm. and my payroll was was run for different location than my LCA since then. So, mm -hmm. my W-2 form from October to December is is issued for that different state. So, mm -hmm. if I go to India anytime later this year, uh, will this wrong W-2 form cause any issue for visa stamping? I would tell you that it will be less than two percent of the chance it will, because they may not ask the question at all um, because of the Dropbox eligibility. If they ask also, it's only less than 30 days. So probably you should be fine in getting to. Oh, uh, okay. Probably getting, sorry. There is less than 10, 2% chance you'll be in trouble now. Okay. So any, like, will this wrong W2 form result in any other issue in future for applying firm or green card, anything else? Very, very rare now. Okay. okay. Next person, please. Eunice. Uh, hi. Okay. Hi. So I like I have two questions. I'm currently on the, I'm currently on an F1 visa, and um, my father just became a citizen, and my mother just got her green card. And I'm wondering what the fastest way to um, get a green card would be. What the fastest process would be. Um, your fa your father is your natural father is right this father is yes okay uh, he's a, he's a, how old are you so i'm 26 okay you're married or not no i'm not married did your father ever filed any application for you before i don't think so no uh, why did not he he should have filed it for you the reason is that if he had if he had a file when he had a green card folder, okay, mm -hmm. now we could have and that could have been under F two B category, okay. Mm -hmm. Now you come under F one A category. F one not sorry not not F one A. It's F one category. The waiting list for for the for your for your uh, if you go through a dad is approximately eight years though. Eight years. Yes. The waiting list, if you go through with your mom, actually is only seven years, surprisingly. Okay. However, however, though, I don't know if you would get married in this period of time. That will complicate if you go with your mom. Okay, okay. So my, I yes. would do, I would do one thing. I would file under both categories though. One is F2B, okay? Mm -hmm. And one is F1. F2B is, okay. F2B is through your mom. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so my other question F1 is... one is through your dog. Um, I would file I-130 for both mom and dad because mom make, sometimes this may come fast, that may come um, fast. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you some notes and links to you. Can you take it down, please? Yes. The visa bulletin. Okay. Yes. Good yes. with your question. Okay. So then my second question is this. So when my mother's um, green card was first filed, I think I might have been about like 10. So I was wondering if I might still qualify to be like a beneficiary under, under her. So her priority date was in 2008. And so then your, the dad, your dad filed for your mom? No, my grandma filed for my mom. Grandma filed for your mom. Grandma is a US citizen. Yes. And did your mom got the green card through your grandma right now? Yes. Yeah, that needs to look into Child Service Protection Act. That need to be looked into it. I don't know if you guys have considered that, but it is it definitely is too late right now to look into it. It's too late? Yeah, because your mom already got the green card. Yeah, she got it this year. Yeah, so she got it this year. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how long the I-130 petition was pending for your mom. Do you know that? No, the I-1 what? I don't, they didn't hear about I-130, when your grandmother filed for your mother though, mm -hmm. the amount of time the I-130 is pending will be deducted from your age. So it may be worth for you to have a consultation. And when you have it, I want to look into all the documents your grandma filed for your mother also. Okay, so um, the, the, the pending time, is that the time, the time between when it's filed and the time between the visa becomes available? Is that the pending time? No, you have to... no, no, that's not right. There is okay. one thing called I-130 application. The pending mm. time is the time that I-130 application is pending. Mm. I Make a note, it's I-130. When your mom filed, your mom filed her under F3 category. Yes. Okay. I-130 under F3 category. Mm. And how long was it pending? Well, if that was pending for seven, eight years, then we have some fighting chance. But if it's only pending for one year, then you don't have any chance because you're 26, no. you're not 21. No, I think it was pending for about eight, eight we years. Can't, we, can't, we can't gamble closing our eyes, okay? Next person, yes. please. Veera Muttu. I'm going to go for the next two callers, guys. Hi, Rahul. You able to hear me? Yes, yes I can. Uh, I'm on H1B and residing at US. My wife also holding H1B visa and my kid is in H4 visa as my wife dependent. We got Canada PR confirmation recently and need to do soft planning in Canada border within three to four weeks to activate our PR. So my wife and kids visa uh, uh, stamping has expired and they have valid petition approved with I-94 extension till uh, next year. 
so i believe we can use uh, automatic uh, validation process to absolutely as long as you are going for less than 30 days yes yes uh, and i have two questions in that so my wife perm process is in progress currently uh, which was filed in last november will that have any impact in using avr perm process absolutely it will not have any impact okay good thank you and one uh, another question my kid h4 uh, visa last stamped when he was my dependent and now he moved as my wife dependent and got new h4 petition approved with uh, i94 till next year so that also shouldn't be a problem right that should not be any problem absolutely not a problem next person please varshika Hi Rahul, um, how are you? Good, good. I I have a question. Like uh, my H-1B was approved uh, a month back, like uh, Feb sixteenth, and my employer or attorney is yet to receive the approval notice. It was done in premium, and they are saying they have not yet got it, and they have raised an e-request two weeks back, and there's no response on it. And uh, I saw in one of your forums that like uh, we can reach out to Premier Processing Unit email, so they emailed two weeks back. and i just wanted to check if whether there is any eta on it like um, when not they like you can you, you can do one thing though there no <laughs> you can do foia uscis okay. um freedom of information you can file it they'll give you the h1 approval for you oh they'll give the approval notice right away yeah the, they'll give you a copy of the approval notice to you oh okay. uh, like um, is there any link i can i give you the link Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rahul. Thank you. Uh, the last caller for today. Go ahead. Lena. Hey, Rahul. Uh, can you yes, hear me now? Yes, I can. Uh, so you helped me in the file uh, to upgrade from EB three to EB two uh, last month. So in the forms which I filled out, uh, I didn't see any of uh, any details related to my spouse. um should i fill some other form or should i interfile separately no, for no 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 first of all if you are my client though the conference call did you did i file your 485 yes there is a different con- conference call and your name is lena madala yeah 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 there is a different conference call rather than this one we conduct every week and you can come there you don't have to wait like this to wait to get the Uh, oh, okay. Can you please share okay. those details with me? I will share you the details. Uh, but no, we when we interfile, we file for your for your family also. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's already included okay. in it. We don't have to refile, okay. do anything. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys for the next conference call. Will be tomorrow at eleven uh, thirty. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.